secret ingredient? Darling, it's me. My lashes may be fake, but I definitely keep it real. I'm a true New Yorker. The only bull I'll take is by the horns. I always bring the flavor. It's not my fault you don't have any taste. In New York, there's a lot of bad apples, but I'm the baddest of the bunch. I love to laugh, but make me mad, and I'll date your dad. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pop Icon Recaps. I'm your host, David. We are here talking Real Housewives of New York, season 14. Gotten three episodes in the bag, going over the first six episodes of the series, and we're about to jump right back into it and do episodes seven and eight. Um, So I've been having a really good time putting this out. I also just put out the first episode of Pop Icon, the podcast, Um, just talking about pop culture, I guess, going on right now. So if you guys get the chance, be sure to check that out. Um, I'm also the host of Pop Icon Radio, live on the Alternation Radio from eight to nine in the morning, every Tuesday. We are talking pop culture. We're playing pop music. And yeah, definitely, if you guys get the chance, check us out on Instagram at Pop Icon Radio um, and my personal Instagram at Scott Summers, S K O T T S U M M E R S. But without further ado, let's get into the seventh episode of The Real Housewives of New York City, season 14. So episode 7 of Real Housewives of New York City season 14 starts off like every episode. It shows off of these beautiful like panning shots of the city. It just got this really funny soundtrack going on. <laughs> I, I like wrote it down because it was so funny. It was like, all day, all night, all day, all night, you are queen. I was like, what? Why does this keep saying that? It was... You have to listen to it. It's kind of funny. I might put it on the Instagram later. Um, but yeah, I was cracking up just watching that before the show even started. So I was like, this should be a good episode. Um, the girls are girling. You know, Brenda's like moaning while she's like in an exercise class. I'm like, why, why are you sexualizing this and making people uncomfortable? Stop that. Um, so yeah, we have got the next scene showing Jenna getting set up at a love scene. Uh casting so love scene is her brand of eyelashes because i guess jenna has some type of genetic disorder where she doesn't have like eyelashes and like eyebrows and stuff like that um so she has her own brand out there i guess for girls like her um it's funny too because she like sits down with this lady who like knows her off of instagram like the lady's older she's like how do you know or no she doesn't know off instagram through tiktok and the woman's like, yeah, I follow you on TikTok, and I have a TikTok, too. I talk about, like, getting married and, you know, dating, stuff like that. She's like, oh, you're single, basically. Um, which is funny, because she just put another update up with a woman, like, a couple weeks ago on her Instagram saying, like, that she's engaged now. And she's got a pretty big rock on her finger. So, congratulations to that woman. Um, Sai arrives. Jenna thinks that it is important to have all different types of faces in a room whenever there's a casting going on to show people that are coming in for the casting that they can be comfortable with knowing like i guess that they have like a diverse team and that they don't have like they don't have anything to worry about in that aspect i don't know um so jenna sits down with some models and they're all a little bit nervous she reveals her real name is judith which okay whatever um and then we get into the talk of how she earned her nickname, uh, Jenna, which it came from her brother. He used to like make a joke, call her Jenna Genitalia. 
And so that's where she got Jenna from. I'm like, I, I don't know if I necessarily would like take that later into life, but <clears throat> she's made kind of an impression with that. So congratulations to her. Sai wants Jenna to open up more. Jenna reveals more about her breakup. Um, but she's still sad about it. Of course, everybody's sad over a breakup. It happens. Um, the next scene we get is going to be Aaron and Abe together. Um, first thing I notice is that she's pouring red wine with ice cubes. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I don't know people that do that. Maybe white wine sometimes, but red wine? I don't know. Um, so they bring up the girls acting bad. Uh, they reveal the Bryn story from last week about how she's like talking to, who was she talking to? She was talking to Abe and like making jokes about him being single and being able to like get them a a divorce with Aaron and like, don't say like Bryn's name at the altar. Like all types of weird shit. Like Bryn is like, she kind of falls down on my list every week. She's kind of annoying to me. Aaron's like pissed off. She's like, how could she say that? They were around my kids. And like right at that moment, one of their kids like wakes up and they like bring him in the room with him and they continue to talk about it. So I'm like, oh, so you really don't care that the kid like could have possibly heard about it. Whatever. She's Aaron's just full of contradictions. And maybe that's what makes her a great Real Housewife. Um, so the next scene we have is going to be a scene with Jessel and Pavitt. Uh, they're going to grab dinner somewhere. I forgot where, but... Pavit's like, oh, this is a nice area. And Jessel goes, you think? <laughs> like, I don't know, like, the way that she, like, questions things. It kind of, like, it gags me every time. So she is funny. Um, they talk about her mother being there, how she's about to leave, uh, how they haven't told the mother about how they did IVF to conceive the first time. Um, and Jessel, like, cracks me up here. She's like, I don't know how these women do it. Like, they have three, four kids. Like, how does how the fuck did Octomom do it? And I'm like, it's so true. Speaking of, how is Octomom? I hope everything's going okay over there with her. Um, so they talk wanting a girl. They talk their IVF journey. It's like a good, it's like a nice little chat for them. Um, Pavit obviously doesn't want another kid at the moment. He's a little bit overwhelmed, I think. So the next scene we get is a Bryn scene. Um, she talks about the engagement, and it is a hell of a story. Um, she talk, She's hanging out with like her ex, Gideon, and... I guess she was dating somebody else and they had been broken up for a while and Gideon just showed up with like balloons, roses, diamond, like with a a singing like orchestra, singing like 99 balloons or whatever. Um, And she was with another guy. She says, the worst thing you can do is have to call your boyfriend and tell him you got engaged. I'm like, oh, that is like, that is a very specific quote for you. Um, so congratulations to that. Uh, yeah, I wrote down, like, Brynn should just be with him. Um, she talks about eggs, and she has, like, a couple of, like, rehearsed, like, reads there. So, I don't know. I'm kind of just, like, wanting to move past it. Jessel and her mom are up next in a scene. They get some drinks together, get some lunch together. Um, they talk about the dad, like, dropping the kids. What? What's going on there? Um, my Jessel's dad, I guess, the grandfather. So that was kind of weird. Um, she talks IVF journey with her mom and it's a really sweet conversation around me and my mom. Like sometimes, like, I don't feel like I want to like bother her with stuff that I've got going on. Um, but you know what? That's what they're there for. So yeah, there was just, it was a sweet conversation around me of my mom and I. So Bryn has a wreath making party, uh, messy Jesse rolls in and that's what Bryn calls her, I guess. I'm like, she is kind of messy. Uh, Jenna shows up with gifts. Cy arrives as well. Um, 
Um, Sai comments on like the brown avocado toast, I guess. Sai is always complaining about food. I told you I don't really care about Sai. I don't really care for Sai. And just another another reason why. Um, so she sits down. They all sit down together, hanging out, making the wreaths. Uh, Sai brings up the whole genitalia story. Brain's like, you think you know somebody and you don't even know their real name is Judith. And I guess her real name is Judith Agar. And I'm like, that is not Jenna Lyons. So maybe she, you need to leave her alone because she's a totally different person. So Aaron shows up. And as soon as she gets there, she's like in a bad mood. She like calls out Sai immediately for like leaving Sai's complaining about the food I'm like get over it Sai's saying there was only like piggies in a blanket I'm like if that was the only option Aaron like maybe there was a reason that she left um but also at the same time have a bite before you leave like why not like the party was at like nine o'clock at night why do they have to feed you so late um Aaron says something funny she's like I think you have a worm inside you and I'm like she might possibly have one uh Aaron calls out Bryn as horrendous like her horrendous behavior I was crying um Bryn says that it was all like a gag from friends like she didn't mean to like flirt with Aaron's husband and I'm like yes you did you were totally doing that she storms out. She's like over the whole conversation with Bryn. Jessel and Bryn both keep saying, we never said the D word. I never said the D word, meaning divorce. Um, Yeah, you did. And they call you out like multiple times in this episode showing that. Yes, you did. Um, Aaron goes outside and calls her sister who calls Bryn a bitch. And she's like, I can't fucking stand that shady. Butt. I'm like, whoa, why does she sound like that? Um, so Aaron's like done with it. She just goes home, I guess. Um, Jenna gifts the girls. With all types of little trinkets and stuff. Jenna, or Jessel is so, like, she's super polite and thankful. She says it's a great gift. Um, she says it's a great re-gift bag. And I'm like, oh my god, you're like, you're a mess. So that was kind of funny. Uh, the girls call Jenna out for giving stuff to them too much. I'm like, okay, if you don't want it, send it my way. I'll send you my address and I'll take whatever gifts you have for me. Not no problems. I'll pay shipping, handling, whatever. Like all these gifts that she's giving you guys, if you don't want them, I will take them off your hands. So finally, uh, Jenna like apologizes, I guess, because she feels like cornered, and they um they end the I guess wreath making moment with a call to Uba, who's been sick this whole episode. I forgot to mention that. Um, and. Uh, that was it. That was Uba's, like, only part, which is really sad. And then they get into the mid-season trailer, which looks really crazy. Um, so, yeah, I don't really need to get into the mid-season trailer, I don't think, because I'm going to be getting into episode 8 next anyway, so it doesn't matter because it just gets right on there. Uh, but it does look pretty good. Um, so I guess we can just jump into episode 8. <laughs> to episode 8 of The Real Housewives of New York City, season 14, titled Business Classy. Uh, so, the episode starts off with Uba and Sai meeting up. Sai is complaining, as usual, about Jenna um, and just not getting to know her, her and the gifts. Uba's like, why are you complaining about gifts? What's the problem with that? Sai feels like there's like an expectation of her posting on social media and giving her free promotion. And I'm like, Sai, you're not that like, you're not that popping to have everybody be like, oh my God, I have to have Sai like do this for me. 
I don't think you're that. Your your engagement does not like clock. It does not work for me. Um, so yeah, of course, just she complains that Uba Uba's like, what is going on here? I just got over being sick and you just like stop. Um, Jenna and her brother go to Rockefeller Center to see the tree lit up. It's the holidays in New York City, if you don't know. We talked about in the last episode they're making like wreaths, so obviously it's like Christmas time. Um, Jenna is bringing businesses to Rockefeller Center, uh, all different types of businesses, women-owned businesses, black-owned businesses, Latino-owned businesses, so that's great that she's doing that, and she's trying to, like, revamp it, help it, like, become, like, a more, more chic place to be at, I guess, and it looked pretty chic to me. Um, Jenna talks her skin disorder and her teeth, um, she has this weird, she's, she has this, like, genetic disorder that, like, covers most of her body and like different scars and stuff like that and so she doesn't like to show off her skin um as well as her teeth like she has no teeth every like she has like kind of dentures in her mouth i think um and so they're doing some type of surgery to fix all of that but she doesn't have like a single tooth in her mouth so she's obviously got like a lot going on a different you know just different health issues cosmetic issues that she's wanting to fix um and these girls are not being nice to her so the next scene we get is going to be a scene with Bryn and her brother, actually, and they talk, they meet up in LA randomly, um, because her brother lives in like Seoul or something, I think, and that's like halfway between the two of them. Uh, Bryn brings up their broken, like fucked up childhood, and it is messed up. Uh, she says that they both like have issues with like getting married, and they have another sibling who's the same way, so I don't know, it's just really sad. To hear that, you know, stuff that happens when you're younger, it just stays with you. Um, the next scene we get is Aaron bringing Jenna soup after her different surgery. She explained her tooth surgery that she was getting. Like, she's getting a whole new grill put in, basically. Like, it's a lot going on. Um, they gossip about the whole brin of it all, about her acting up the past couple episodes. Uh, Jenna reveals that she's actually going to be traveling first class because she wants to go a day early so that she can, like, tan that she can just get like situated i guess um i don't think anything of it i just think okay sure whatever you want to do um but i'm it's coming back to bite her in the ass here shortly uh so all the ladies get ready for anguilla uh pavit tells jessel that he's going to be going to vietnam while she's like getting ready and like showing him outfits i'm like why would you tell her that and what are you doing in vietnam uh he says he's going to get a banh mi sandwich i'm like i feel like there's more to it there uh, so they arrive, or all the ladies leave the airport in New York, arrive in Anguilla, and their house is like gorgeous. It is everywhere you want to be. Um, the next scene we get is going to be Aaron pulling all the girls in and spilling the tea about Jenna, and they're all just like giving out weird ass conspiracy theories, like as to what's going on with Jenna. And I'm like, she wanted to go down a day early so that she could tan. And because she was, like, in pain from the surgery and stuff like that, she just wants to be comfortable in first class, business class, whatever. Um, is it that big of a deal? I don't think so. All the ladies are pissed, though. Like, Aaron, the way Aaron, like, reveals it, they all go, ew. I'm like, you bitches. Like, you could have done it, too. Like, stop being so jealous. Um, so they get some food. They get to eat. Sai tells Jessel not to wash her hands here. I'm like, why are you telling her not to wash her hands? That was like a really strange interaction right there. Um, didn't get it. Why were you telling her not to wash her hands before she ate? Let, like they tell you that. That's like the first thing they do. They tell you is to wash your hands before you eat. So that's weird, Sai. They actually eat. Everybody talks about it. 
Um, so the girls, the girls are mad that Jenna gave them this box that she had posted on her Instagram, which I thought was cute. If one of my friends like posted like a kind of like a, Hey, box this up with me for my friends. And then they gave it to me. I'm like, Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. And then I would like probably post about it because why not? What's the problem with that? Um, so Jenna actually arrives, Aaron calls her out for showing her skin, and I'm like, Aaron, shut the fuck up. Um, something I also realized in this episode is that Aaron is the youngest in the crew. They say that in the next episode, I think, actually, but she's 35, she reads as 45. Um... So, Sai gets annoying, and she, like, throws Aaron under the bus and explains that, yeah, Aaron told us that you wanted to come, like, first class, and what's up with that? And, like, this is the way that she questions her. I'm like, stop. Jenna, like, explains herself and the whole story of, like, what went into her going there, and the other women are just, like, they can't understand it, slash they won't understand it. Like, I think it's very easy to understand, like, if she tells them. It's really not that big of a deal, uh... So they need to just, like, leave her alone. She also makes, like, a, Jenna makes, like, a weird comment here where she says that they won't see red carpet pictures of her showing her skin, which I kind of understood what she was, like, going for there, but the other ladies took it as, like, her being, like, Jenna, who is, like, better than everybody else, and obviously you've seen my red carpet pictures, and you know what? Obviously they have seen her red carpet pictures. I'm sorry. She, that's most likely what is going on there. Um, so the ladies disperse, Jenna is shown her room, and she sits down to talk with Jessel for a little bit, um, Jessel doesn't like them taking Jenna's insecurities and using them against her, and I don't either, I'm like, why didn't you say, like, say something in the moment, like, while they're, like, questioning her, and, like, making her feel bad about herself, um, and so, like, just goes back and forth between that and Sai and Bryn, still not feeling like they've cleared the air with Jenna. Um, and that is where we end episode eight of the real housewives of New York city season 14. Um, I enjoyed that episode. I enjoyed both episodes. I am loving all these ladies right now, some more than others. And I guess I can jump to that ranking. Uh, so first things first, I think that I'm going to have to say that my number one favorite top of the list is going to be for this episode. Jessel because she was like I don't know she's just I think becoming more and more my favorite and so like just her sticking up for Jen at the end I felt like that was that was necessary somebody needed to do that um my second favorite is going to be Jenna I appreciate her and I think that she is just like a good time and I think I hated seeing the other girls like pile up on her um, my next favorite is going to be Uba. I think that she, I think that she's about to break out after these next couple episodes because this episode, she, she kind of played in the background, but she's definitely still got something to say after that. You know what? I don't care for Aaron right now. I don't care for Bren right now. And I really don't like Cy right now. So those are like the, the bottom three, even though they're like the drama starters, they're at the bottom of my list. <laughs> So yeah, that's going to be it. This is going to be this episode of Pop Icon Recaps. Uh, Be sure to tune in next week as I go over more of The Real Housewives of New York Season 14. Um, If you guys already don't, like I said at the beginning of the show, be sure to follow us at Pop Icon Radio on Instagram, TikTok, and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.